Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so the Phillies are garbage, and we all know that, right? So I've been sitting here for... (laughs) God knows how many hours watching that game, now going through the post game. Everything with the Phillies is miserable. And there's still plenty to talk about as much as a lot of it is the same thing. It's the bullpen. It's just the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. But we'll get to that, right? Because one of the things is that obviously when a game goes that long, it, it just it, it's been a mess tonight on a lot of different levels. So we're going to push the Phillies aside for a couple of minutes. And I want to do something that isn't wholly miserable. So let's start the show with a guest, and let's do something fun here. Let's talk a little bit about the Flyers. We have Scott Weinhardt with us from the Orange and Back Check podcast. Scott, what's going on? Hey, Vince. I'm doing the exact opposite as the Phillies bullpen is doing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're having a good time. I, I, well, here's one of the things, Scott. By the way, Islanders knocked out of the playoffs tonight. Does that do something for you? Uh, no, I knew that was going to happen the whole time. <laughs> they got Braden Point back, Tampa Knick in game six, and you know what? He's turned into a premier player in this league, and, and both games he didn't play, they lost, so no coming back, they were going to win that game, and it's going to be a pretty pretty good final, if you ask me. All right, so I might as well just ask you up front for the hell of it. Stanley Cup, who do you think is going to win? Tampa. Tampa. I think Dallas is kind of a little bit on the Cinderella run here, and you know, as much as Anton Kudobin has looked fantastic, I don't think uh, he's going to lead them to a cup the way Tampa's constructed. Tampa reminds me of those old Red Wings team from the late 90s that just Finally, when they got a chance to get over the hump, they did, and they just dominated from there. I think that team is very close to doing it. So let's go now to the Flyers, right? Because uh-huh. you look at the Flyers, you got this whole – well, you got – who knows what the offseason actually looks like. I don't know. Did, have they said when the season's going to start for the NHL yet? So they had, they were talking earlier about doing it at the beginning of December. It looks like it's being pushed back a little bit, so I, I, I would expect it to be maybe. So I would say anytime sometime in December. Uh, so anywhere from the first to the middle of the month, I say it would start right around that. Okay, so hopefully it's going to be a condensed off season either way, right? So you got the draft right. coming up now. Obviously, the draft is a bit of a long term thing, so it's not like whoever the Flyers pick in the first round is going to be making an impact here. But free agency starts a day after that. So as for, and and they made a free agent move today. So uh, they tell us about the guy that they just re signed and and what the expectations are, or, or rather, 
who is still um, up for a new contract with the Flyers? Well, a couple guys. Well, here's the thing about the issue with the whole free situation before we get into that. One of the problems is it's going to be a flat cap for the next couple seasons here because the salary cap is tied to hockey-related revenue. So any money the league brings in, it's all tied down to the cap, and then what happens, it goes into escrow without going into too much detail. Long story short, the Flyers have some money to play around with if they make the right moves. Uh, but they also have to save up because Carter Hart's going to be doing an extension next year. They're going to have to lock up guys like Stan Hines and Phil Myers in the next year or two here uh, if they want to keep that defensive core intact. So by doing that, um, they're going to have to make some moves like they did today with Nick Aldey-Kubel and sign him to smaller deals. But he's a guy who can really show some skill this year, played on the power play at some points, um, had a pretty good showing in the playoffs uh, overall. But uh, they're, they're going to have to make some finagle some things here, like probably trade out a guy like Ghost in order to make some moves to give him more flexibility to get more scoring in the top six. Well, can I just tell you this? And we're talking with Scott Weinhardt of the Orange and Backcheck podcast. Scott, when I hear the idea of worrying about the financials, that scares the crap out of me. Like, you got the Sixers right now, and they're up against the wall. They've locked up and tied up everything. You got the Phillies, and their problem is they won't go over the luxury tax. You look at the Eagles, and they're supposed to be like $60 million over the salary cap next year. I mean, it, is it that bad for the or could it be potentially that bad for the Flyers? No, not necessarily. I think it's going to be more of a league-wide thing is that everybody's going to be pinching pennies. Like, for instance, the biggest free agent uh, person out there is going to be Taylor Hall this year. I don't think you'll see Taylor Hall sign a long-term deal unless it's with the Coyotes because they have the room to be able to do it because they've already had him for the season. I think you might see him do what Marion Hosa did about a decade ago is gamble on himself, sign a one-year deal with a contender, and wait till things you know uh, kind of settle down a little bit and then go for the long-term deal next year. I think you'll see a little bit more of that going on this year uh, because there is a lot of uncertainty of how before you know how long before this whole thing settles down. Um, with COVID, you know, without fans in the stands, a lot of hockey salaries are tied to that gate revenue. So without that, you're not going to see as much money flowing around as you've had in deals past. You're going to see a lot more hockey trades, which, in my opinion, benefits the league because you'll see a lot more players moving around and people getting more amped up for it. Okay, now that makes sense because I'm looking at all the other leagues too and you think about free agency and what it's going to be and, and if nobody knows what the salary cap is going to be or you're worried about where it's moving and you don't know when fans are going to come in or only certain teams are getting fans in, like that, all that free agency stuff is going to be really complicated. So I get all that. That, that makes a ton of sense. Now, uh, going back to the Flyers here because I know, like for example, one of the major questions that they have right now is backup goalie, right? Like Brian Elliott, free agent, what do you think happens there? Well, there's, there's a decent amount of goalies on the market. And, again, with the flat cap, it's going to be right about $80 million. You're not going to divulge a lot of resources into a backup goaltender. But you do need some sort of veteran backup netminder for Carter Hart. He's young enough where you can't just let him have two kids go at it. It doesn't work out long-term for his development. So, for instance, the biggest name is Braden Holpe. He's going to test the free agent waters this year. Um, I expect him to go out west somewhere. Calgary, Edmonton, they need to help more than anything else. Jacob Markstrom, who is looking to come back to Vancouver, might not be because Patrick Demko stepped up and played really well when he got hurt. But there are guys out there as far as like Corey Crawford, Jimmy Howard, who have been starters in the league, who are coming off of big deals, who aren't going to get those same deals, who might be options. But really, honestly, Brian Elliott turned in a lot of quality starts this year. And since he's only playing about 25 games so far, um, Right now, at this point in his career, 
that's more than serviceable for what you need, and you can get him really, really cheap, probably for about maybe one and a quarter million like you did this year again. Okay, because here's the thing. I've, I've seen a theory float around that Henrik Lundqvist is going to be available. When you hear a big name, it's a shiny object, and there's a natural attraction to that. So is there anything to say about Lundqvist whatsoever as a Philadelphia Flyer? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> there's no <laughs> way you want to see Lundqvist in a Flyer uniform. Look, Lundqvist at this point, uh, I don't think Lundqvist is ready to give up as a starter. He will be 38 at the end of uh, – he will be 38 this year. Um, so it is – Come Father Time is, is calling him, but I don't think that Lundqvist would be a good fit here because you still need him to get him a certain amount of starts. And, look, you had a good thing in the goaltending department this year. Don't mess with it. You could bring back Brian Elliott on a, on a one-year deal again for a low money, and he'll turn in the same performance as he did this year in my opinion. Okay, so we're talking with Scott Weinhardt of the Orange and Backcheck podcast. Now, Scott, another guy they have that's a free agent here, uh, a restricted free agent, I believe, Nolan Patrick. What's what's the situation? Because I know he had a really weird year. If you could explain just what happened with Nolan Patrick and where they're at with him now. Well, Nolan Patrick had a migraine disorder where he has not played a game all year. He hasn't played a game in over 12 months. So um, it's, it's, it's a strange dynamic because at the same time, he was the number two pick a couple years ago. So he is probably feeling that he is owed something. But without that full year, it did kind of make them a little bit imbalanced. They need third-line center help, the Flyers do. Nolan Patrick can fit that role because he's still developing. It would give him better matchups. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't know if the Flyers brass is ready to give up on him yet. I would hope not because he's still a younger guy, and the philosophy is not to give up on these guys. But if you're going to dangle him and maybe ghost in some sort of deal where you can pick up a guy like Patrick Line who's going to be available, um, I would do that deal in a heartbeat. But really it comes down to is he going to be able to play? They hope he is. Um, they believe he is. But right now there just hasn't been any indication, especially coming back from the shutdown, and he still wasn't ready to play. So it's one of those wait-and-see things that this guy's going to be able to continue his career this year. Uh, at some point, hopefully, in you know, hopefully at the worst case next season, because he's still young enough where he can make a major impact down the line for them. So let me ask you a final question for you, Scott. Is one of the interesting things that I just saw with the Flyers is Peter Laviolette is back and in the Metropolitan Division. He's coaching the Capitals now. What do you make about mm-hmm. Lavi as the head coach of the Caps? Well, it tells me that the Capitals are going to get this one final run with it. Look, with all due respect to Peter Laviolette, the guy is a fantastic coach, but he is not a guy you build a young team around. He's a guy you bring in when you're ready to win. Now, that tells me the Capitals see their core aging. They know they have an older team, and they want to try to get one more shot out of this. And I'm expecting to be here two or three years. You'll see a team like Washington come up and be very aggressive on the forecheck. Peter Laviolette's kind of a rah-rah guy that holds his players accountable. Um, and he'll definitely get the most out of that team, whatever they have left in the tank there. So Alex Ovechkin, 50 goals again, is not out of the question whatsoever. And then, you know, at some point, like, he'll be there for three or four seasons, then he'll get three games into the next season, and then he'll get fired, right? I think that's... <laughs> Hopefully not three games in. That was a disaster when that happens. I think Flavio's one of those guys, if he doesn't, you don't have him, if you don't, your team's not performing midway through, you just cut him loose and let him move on. You, you won't let go three games in. Yeah, well, we've been holding you late, so I'm going to cut you loose and let you move on. Scott, I appreciate it, man. Scott Weinhardt of the Orange and Backcheck podcast, which you can follow on Twitter at OBackCheck. Scott, thanks so much, man. 
Hey, Vince, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Take it easy. So if you want to get in, 215-592-9494. That's how you join the show. 215-592-9494. Um, so, again, the Phillies are a disaster, right? We, we started with the Flyers there. I wanted to get Scott on. Like, I planned the whole show out, and I'm like, okay, Phillies, I know baseball games that take a little long these days. Post game, you got to work all that out. I was like, maybe I'll get Scott at midnight. The game goes for four hours long. It's the worst game of baseball you've ever seen in your life. And I just, I, I was like, you know what? Let's just do Flyers for a couple of minutes. I just need a break from the Phillies. So we'll get to the Phillies on the other side. And here's the thing. When you see the bullpen blow a game again, I mean, again, again, and it's, it's basically every single night. It's almost automatic to the point that it's scary. But when you see it that much, you have to think about the future a little bit, right? And I think I have an idea of what this offseason is going to look like. I'm going to give you my prediction next. Keep it right here on WIP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 